Very excited to talk to our next guest. He is going to be inducted into the Pirates Hall of Fame tonight. And a guy whose name has, I think, become synonymous with the Pittsburgh Pirates over the years. And so excited to speak with him this morning. The great Steve Blass joins us uh, here. Steve, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, very, Josh. Very excited uh, uh, about what's going to be happening uh, this afternoon, and also kind of repeated uh, this evening in front of uh, of the crowd at uh, PNC Park. So, uh, just you know, everybody says in these situations, Josh. Oh, yeah, I'm honored. I'm humbled. And I say, yeah, that's nice. Well, you know what? I'm living that now because uh, to see my name on that list, to be included in that group, is, uh, is uh, you know, it's almost intimidating. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm so proud to be a part of it and uh, can't wait for the ceremony uh, this afternoon and and this evening uh, in front of the uh, in front of the crowd at the ballpark. So uh you know they they announced that this was going to happen and I'd be in it when I retired in 2019 but then we had two years of the pandemic. Right. And you know it kind of goes back on the back burner which is is the proper thing to have happen. But I'm so darn excited now. <laughs> you know, I'm 80 years old and I'm feeling like a teenager, and I, I just can't wait. So uh, it, it's going to be a wonderful day. You got any life left in that arm with all that excitement? Maybe you think you can well, maybe run you know, back I, out there for an inning I, or two. I, I, I can give you six innings. I've had like 54 years of rest in between starts. <laughs> I should be fine. <laughs> Steve, how'd you find out about it? What, what were the emotions like? How'd they tell you? I, I heard that Bob Nutting uh, wrote you a letter as well. I mean, what were your emotions, and and how'd you? find out that you were going to be inducted with these uh 18 other individuals into a very exclusive club obviously well, well back in the day when i retired they mentioned it uh, just as a kind of a nice thing but as it got closer and closer i, I got this wonderful letter from mr nutting uh that was uh, typed out and then below that was a personal note on with his handwriting and uh, i'll be very uh, very honest uh very proud uh, to uh, have received that uh, from the owner of a major league baseball team, I go back to when I was eight years old. To dream about all this stuff uh, was was risky because it's such a dream. But this has all come to fruition, and then have it topped off with a personal note from from a, a major league baseball owner, uh, and it's uh, well, it's something I'm very proud of. Uh, uh, and uh, you know, last night we had a little dinner uh, with the inductees and families. I met, you know, I, I went over and said hello to Maz, my old teammate, my old roommate, and uh, and said hello to Dave Parker. I, I certainly had a, a joy watching him after I retired, watching him take over for Roberto Clemente, mm-hmm. by the way. And then I met the great-granddaughter of Honus Wagner. I mean, how good is wow. that? How good is that? And uh, Ralph Kiner's two sons. Uh, just a, an un- unbelievable night last night, and it's just going to get better tonight. Yeah, and, and I would have to think. I mean, look, you mentioned uh, the players that that are you know we're so lucky to have uh, to have with us that are going to be there. But uh, unfortunately, there's so many that that are not with us any longer. But for their families, I would think to be able to see them, uh, I think get to realize you know truly the grand scope of of how important their loved ones were to this Pirates organization. I think that has to feel really special as somebody that's so dearly attached to the organization to be able to see those families get to realize the impact that, that their loved ones have. That that has to be another really special aspect for you as well. Absolutely. You know, uh, <clears throat> just to, to sit there and, and, and say hello to uh, Kiner, Ralph Kiner's sons and, and have them say that, well, well, we, we're, we know you 
because you broadcast the games for so long. I mean, goodness, they're saying nice things to me, and I'm just awed to be with them because, uh, you know, Ralph Kiner, uh, an icon, and, and to meet Honus Wagner's great-granddaughter. I mean, the, the last night was such a treasure in itself to, you know, to be around people who who, who were related to him, uh, those guys, and knew them and grew up with them. But, yeah, the appreciation, uh, and everybody I talked to last night had good things to say about the organization, uh, and it was noted by Mr. Nutting that it was long overdue in his brief remarks. And, yeah, that's true, but it happened. Uh, you know, so the timeline uh, is, is what it is. But uh, just a, a special gathering. In fact, uh, I'm getting ready to go down for the induction in a, in a couple hours, and I found this picture of a father-son game where Maz's sons and and my two sons uh just beat the hell out of us in a father-son game but i've got that picture i'm going to take the show to mass uh and and you know that kind of thing thinking of the the memories of uh, uh and and thinking of the legacy and the history of the, this ball club this ball club you know when you look uh, in major league history uh, some of the best names in the game have been Pittsburgh Pirates. So this is a proud franchise. It, it really is when you think about it. The Wagners and Wainers and uh, Pie Trainer and, and uh, Fred Clark and, and all, all these people and their relatives, uh, parts of their families were there last night that I had the chance to connect history with living people. I mean, how, how good is that? Yeah. <laughs> how really good is that? Yeah. No, great, great stuff. A- yeah. Absolutely. Well, Steve, there's, I mean, there's obviously a generation of folks that remember you as, as a player and, and loved you because uh, of what you did. And obviously, you know, the 71 World Series is a huge part of, of your legacy in Pittsburgh. There's also a generation that knows you as, and like you mentioned, as uh, as a voice behind a microphone and, and in front of a camera representing the Pittsburgh Pirates. I myself am, am in that group. I mean, I grew up watching and listening to you uh, call Pirates games. And, and I'm just curious... Uh, how did that all start? I mean, when you got done with your playing days, what led you, I guess, to joining the radio team, and how did that all develop? And could you ever have imagined that you would spend what nearly forty years on the air as as a broadcaster with the Pittsburgh Pirates after your playing days? Yeah, it's it's quite a story because you know, uh, I, I I I always thought when I when I was playing a little bit, you know, I only work once a week. So you got time to sit around uh, when you weren't pitching. And, and I always talked to Nellie King, and, and I always thought maybe I'd have a chance because I read a lot. So, you know, I think when you read, you develop uh, a, a better vocabulary. Uh, I never thought I'd be a play-by-play guy, but because I could, thought I could get in and make my point and get out because I, I love words. I, I read a lot and all that, that I might have a chance to do that. So I'd sit there in the dugout and uh, – and do I, I would try to do play by play. And, okay, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't fill <laughs> in the mechanics. But uh, I always thought maybe I had, would get a chance to to work with Nelly when he was alive. Wonderful man, Nelly King, uh, one of my great friends, and, and just a, a very thoroughly decent person. But then the Pirates. Uh, when I got out, uh, I had a, a a day job, but I was still doing a lot of pirate stuff. So I was still very connected with the ball club. And at that time, they had John Sanders and Lanny Frateri and Jim Rooker, and they were thinking about having a fourth guy so they could have two on radio and two on TV. So a lot of us wound up auditioning, and I sat in on a couple of games. I actually went down to a trip in Houston at the Astrodome, and uh, 
made the comment after a guy made a spectacular catch uh, that uh, I was, I, I thought he's so fortunate. He, uh, he had a glove big enough that uh, <laughs> took two cows to die to make that glove. You know, I was full of nonsense and, and, and bull stuff. <laughs> so anyway, they said, come on back and do a couple more games. And then it evolved into 10 games. And it just uh, went on. And finally, I'll, I'll never forget Jim Rooker for doing this. He wrote a note to uh, the folks at KDK. So he says, stop fooling around, hire Blass. And I always remembered that. And I, I, I thanked Jim. And, and uh, apparently they took his advice. And then they, they hired me uh, to do some games. And then it evolved into cable games when cable was just getting started with Gil Lucas and uh, 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 Richard Clauser and all, all those guys. And uh, I did I did the cable games with, with Bob Prince, and that was an experience in itself. Uh, the first thing Bob told me when I got excited when the Pirates did something good, he said, hey, lad, you want to broadcast, keep your mouth shut until the ball stops rolling. <laughs> you know, it's, it's silly and everything, but it's true. <laughs> and then I, I worked cable games with Mike Lang, and that, that was an absolute joy. And it just evolved. And uh, working with those guys, spent 23 years with Lanny for Terry. Lanny taught me so much. Uh, Greg Brown, Bob Walk. Walkie's one of the great color guys, I, I believe, I've, I've ever mm-hmm. uh, heard about in, in baseball, really. And that's, that's just not throwing words around. He, he's, he, his knowledge of the game, along with stories. I could tell stories, but I didn't know much about the strategy or the rules. And Bob's got the whole package. And uh, so it, I, I had such a wonderful time. I, growing and learning with those guys and it was a joy and all i did was tell some stories and try to project some comfort during the course of the ball game and uh, and i fooled them for 34 years and then <laughs> when they finally started catching on to me i had to retire <laughs> so, but uh, the journey of, as a player uh, was wonderful the journey as a broadcaster uh, I, i've lived a fairy tale life of, of all the reels all the all the things i dreamed about i've checked all those boxes off and it's still good. I'm still doing some ambassadorial work for the Pirates. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get the chance to meet all the people that cared about the Pirates and cared about my career. So it's kind of kind of helping me fill back a, a two-way street. And uh, I'm going to hope that I can do that for a long time. But I get a chance to visit with you fellows on the radio and TV. And uh, uh, I've got kind of total recall. And what I don't recall, I make up. But uh, <laughs> I always enjoy the visits and, and talking about the game and and the city here that made our feel family feel so welcome and it's just been wonderful and this is going to be kind of the the icing on the cake uh, i don't know if it can be any better than it's going to be today and tonight and uh, just can't wait to get going yeah absolutely not only that but steve 1973 you hit 417 that's that's pretty that- damn good that, that's right. You know, the last 400 hitter, you know, the, I, this should be a shoe in, you know, the last four. I, I think I was four, eight for, eight for 21 or something like that. Or eight. For, ten, eight for, I have it here. You're 10, 10 for 24. You had a couple of doubles and an RBI that year, 417. Yeah. What does that tell you about a starting pitcher though? That only has 24 at bats for the season. <laughs> so there's two sides to that coin, which I'm very much aware of. You know, just a, a side note, Josh, I think I learned as much about, Kind of, without getting too deep about life and myself when I was struggling because you you really have to examine things and, and th- see what you're all about and I finally realized that uh, baseball was what I did not who I was and, and that helped me so much but uh, it was a tough patch but uh, whatever you go through and survive you learn.
Yeah, yeah, no question. And obviously, you turned it into uh, just a remarkable career with the Pittsburgh Pirates. And again, look, there's there's a generation of people that remember you for for your excellence on the mound and the '71 World Series and and all that. And there's a generation like myself that remember you for what you did and and, and as a part of our households every night with Pirates baseball uh, on the TV and on our radios. And um, I, you know, I. I'm really, really happy for you. Congratulations. Have a great day. Enjoy it. Uh, and hopefully we can talk again soon. But I really appreciate you taking some time on, on what's a busy day. Yeah, Josh, I, I appreciate the visit. And, you know, it, it, it lets you know what can happen when you win a couple games in October. Yeah. <laughs> no no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> no doubt about that. Steve, thank you so much and enjoy the day. Thanks again. All right, Josh. My pleasure. All right. The great Steve Blast joining us, man. That was cool. Uh, that was really cool. I've done a lot of interviews on this uh, on this station. That's my favorite. That's my favorite one. Thanks to to Dan Hart who helped set that up with the Pirates as well. Um, there's no one better. There's no one better than Steve Blass to have on to talk about the Pittsburgh Pirates and what they mean. And look, he he touched on it. We, I mean, I could have talked to the guy for two hours. We could have done a full two hours, but he's busy. He's got things going on and. And, and I appreciate him carving out 10 to 15 minutes to talk to little old me uh, here on Bucko Talk this morning about this day. But um, he talked about the issues that he had in, in 1973. And, you know, you know, he just totally lost his command. And they ended up calling it Steve Blast disease, where, uh, you know, people know it as the yips and things like that, where he just lost his command. And for him to have such a a crazy sort of end to his time as a ball player and just lose his command after being so so good i mean he was an all-star in 72 and and was you know second in Cy Young voting that year and and to lose it the way that he did but still remain so positive with his outlook to major league baseball to the Pittsburgh Pirates and to himself uh it's a testament to to the man uh, that Steve Blass is and just the outlook that he has on life. And, boy, if there's a guy to learn from uh, in as far as, you know, athletes in Pittsburgh, that is the guy right there. Thanks again to Steve Blass for joining us. We'll talk more about this Pirates Hall of Fame class. I'd love to welcome your calls as well. We're going to podcast that with Blass, so if you missed any of it, uh, we'll get that up at 937thefan.com, and, and we'll share that uh, on social media as well because that was really tremendous stuff with Steve Blass, as to be expected. I knew when we got Steve, I knew it was going to be good. And and just uh, as things uh, often do with Steve Blass, it lived up to the billing.